and welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm a little wet today with this freaking weather, but other than that, oh my God, I just totally, Rob was taking a drink, and as soon as I said I'm a little wet today, he almost lost it. <laughs> oh, man, that could have been fun. <laughs> that was a whole different conversation yeah. than what we were planning. Oh my God. <laughs> It, it, this I mean, video should have been on YouTube. Yeah, but it to, won't be. <laughs> to to be fair, it, it is raining quite a bit in it's, Southern it's California. It's raining like we need an ark. Like right it's. Uh, I will tell you, this morning <laughs> was quite scary driving to work. Yes. It oh was, my god! It was so scary being on the roads today. And and you don't have to take the freeway. No, but. I was on the freeway today and it's weird. It was so busy that um, at, at one point the water kicked up so bad. I had to hit the brakes because I couldn't see. And there was somebody in front of me that was mm -hmm. rather not like super close, but close enough to where if they had just hit their brakes a little bit, I would have hit them. Mm -hmm. And man, I was like, I was on the phone, of course, but I had my headphone in my ear and I was like, holy fuck, holy fuck. <laughs> They're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I just almost died. I didn't. There was nobody stopped. It was just water I couldn't see over, but it was really that bad. I got a really, really bad kickback from a truck. A yeah. bad, like a bad one, like this morning. Yeah. And, you know, I went to work at like six o'clock this morning. So it was so it was still dark. It was black and yeah. it looked like fog, but it was rain coming down so hard. It was early this morning. Thankfully, yeah. I made it to work on time and I survived the day. And gotcha. it's almost over. I think uh, today, right? Today is going to be the end. Uh, is it? Because I heard it's going to keep going till like Friday. I don't believe so. But, you know, let's take it. Let's take a gander on that. Uh, that cool thing. Why we let's see. Um, uh, oh, yeah, it says 35 percent chance tomorrow now. So could be could be could see a little bit more. Uh, actually, today. It would be today when you hear this, so it should be some today. So we're I'm seeing the conditions are expected to last until 1 a.m. Wednesday, mm -hmm. February 7th. Yes, correct. So that's good. I hope it I hope it ends around then. That would be perfect. Yeah, because so. they're actually evacuating people in areas like the homeless. Yeah. Because the LA river is like at max capacity and running over mm -hmm. and people that are homeless that lay out there in those areas. <laughs> There's, there was some, there was some uh, encampments over where I work that in the wash or the riverbed, it was, uh, there's like 30 or 40 cars there. And I mean, it's a river, it's a running river. It's very scary. I'm sure. Yeah, it is. So, you know, we, we always uh, have something to talk about. And generally, we come up with it when we sit down to, to actually <laughs> record these shows. People might be a little more shocked. But we do throw around a couple of things beforehand. And, you know, things always come up. So you, you came up with something. And I heard a kitty bell. Um, yeah, she's bugging me because uh, I just I just got home a little bit ago. and. <laughs> Um, you brought up trust in relationships, and I think that that's mm -hmm. um, a really good subject because these days, I think with being 
online so much and just bringing baggage into a relationship. It mm-hmm. is hard to trust people these days. Um, just because of, you know, modern uh, dating and modern things. We talked about mm-hmm. it, you know, with last week with the uh, disposable relationships that I think that due to the fact that phones are in our hands, you know, All the time. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. people get very suspicious very quickly now. Like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Why are you on the phone so much? Blah, blah, blah. So I kind of agree with you that trust is probably going to be the hardest thing in relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've heard lately, you know, because being single, um, as a hairdresser, people talk about things differently than they did when I was married. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a different uh, it's a different. Um, uh, I don't know. It's a different talk that we have. A different and, vibe um, now. Yeah, it's a totally different vibe. And so we're having these conversations as of late about how um, <clears throat> it's hard to start over at our age because trust has been so mangled in people's worlds for however many relationships they've had. And and I'm hearing this. I'm hearing this a lot from not only men and women. And I've noticed in my own dating that that women have really fucked over men in the last 10 to 15 years. I didn't realize that the tides had turned and and where I remember when we were younger, it was normally the men that cheated mm-hmm. in, in the relationships. It could have been because of our age too. you know, the testosterone's going and everything. So I get it back when we were in our 20s and we were in our 30s that that men were known, at least in my world to be more the cheaters but now it's like the men are coming out saying no it's so women are manipulative women only want you to take care of them and then they're on to the next one or they they just screw with a man and men don't think the way women do men my ex used to say my men think very linear they're very black and white it's yes or no and and that's like how they are where women are like, you know, do you want something for dinner could turn into an argument of you don't love me anymore. And why weren't the kids picked up six weeks ago? Like it could, you know, so men feel like they can't win an argument because women will run them around, do this whole thing. And next thing you know, they're like, how did my world just implode in five minutes? And all I wanted to know if she wanted to go get some chicken for dinner, like <laughs> So I didn't realize that this was happening, mm-hmm. but I hear it from so many people now. And and it made me wonder, is it because of the disposable relationship thing or have women just had a leash on men because they needed to get even like men are the problem when women aren't when I got to tell you, <laughs> In my opinion, from hearing both sides, because I have mm. women ate the apple like <laughs> it was, well, it was I, them. And it's still them. Not that men aren't broken and having to go through their things, but they're just not as um, 
I think that they're because they've always been so bad in in women's eyes that they've tried to be better and then as soon as they try like the tables were turned yeah i i agree with you i think there's a uh, a couple of things it's it's who admits it more probably i since you were uh saying some stuff i looked up something just uh mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles i put in who cheat more men or women statistics so here's some main <laughs> cheating statistics. The percentage of men and women in 2017 who cheated on their partners, 20% for men and 13% for women as, a, oh, as okay. of 2017. Uh, there's been an increase in the rate of women infidelity since 1990 by 40%. Mm. 16% yeah. of married couples admitted to being unfaithful at some point in their marriage. 30% of individuals started cheating on their spouse with someone from their work environment. Mm. That's not a shock. According to research, 57% of marriages ended in divorce due to infidelity. Yeah. That's a, a lot. That's a lot. It is much. a lot. 88% of ladies put more emphasis on emotional affairs over physical affairs. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that many, many times because I think women end up lacking an emotional relationship with men. Yes. Uh, the percentage of men and women facing emotional affairs was 45% to 35 for um, uh, men to women, actually. 60% of all emotional affairs have been discovered to start in a work environment. That's not a shock. And 77% of men confessed to engaging in some form of emotional affair while women accounted for 91%. Wow. Yeah. See now that we're older and, and I've been able to look at my dating history and my friend's dating history and just, you know, life. Um, I'm at a place now where I'm like, I don't want to play games anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to find one person that wants to be with me that I want to be with. And we just work on us and being not a power couple, because I think that's like, then you're in it for like, I don't know, the glory of whatever you could build together. But I do want to build. Sure. And I do want to have that, but I don't, I'm kind of tired of the bullshit. Like, Okay, you want to work with me? I'll work with you. We can work together. And and let's not worry about what everybody else is doing. You mm-hmm. know, come home and let's try to legitimately fix the shit that we brought to the table. Because <laughs> everybody at 52 has shit on the table. You know, we've we've all been through it. It's not nobody's had a perfect dating career, for lack of a better word. Yeah, I mean, at all. I think we've all stumbled at some point or like the whole time. uh, Well, (laughs) here's my thing. Like I I can admit I've never cheated on uh, anyone I've been with. Yeah. But (laughs) now the flip side of that is I was the other person. Yeah. So I, I was single, but they weren't. But they were in a very. Very you know, rocky relationship on a bunch of different levels. Not that it makes it right, but they're, 
I think there's a lot of things that go in with cheating. Um, there's obviously problems on either end and mm-hmm. somebody isn't meeting in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the bigger conversations to have is how do we get there? Cheating feels to me like a direct result of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, it's not about what, wanting to get one over on another. It's just life wasn't working to begin with between the couples and, you know, both the people, the couple. Um, <clears throat> and that's where, that's where the, the journey starts with the cheating. I don't it, think it's like, I'm just going to cheat on. I don't think people go into relationships going, ah, I'll just cheat on her or I'll just cheat on him. Yeah. I never, there's dysfunction way before that. Yeah. Here's a interesting statistic. Women between the ages of 20 and 29 tend to cheat more than men of the same age. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it said 11% of younger women once cheated once on their spouse while 10% for men. So it's not a lot, but still more. Um, and men between the ages of 30 and 39 cheat more on their spouse. 14% compared to 11%. So, you know, obviously, if you look at these statistics, it's very easy to start wondering why trust is 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 so prevalent and or the lack thereof. I think people are just jaded, right? Because of certain things. We've been in rocky relationships. We've been the other person. We've um, did it in our youth and had a good spell of not doing it. And now, you know, you you are looking for something way more um, stable intimate. So Mm -hmm. if you're not in that intimate, intimate and stable, those, those Mm -hmm. probably walk hand in hand where, and it's so easy to get out of now, right? Cause old high school friends, coworkers, like there's all these people that are right at your phone, just waiting for that glass to break. And yeah, I think the the bigger problem for me is how do you how do you go into these relationships with some kind of peace of mind? It, it, you're either going to go in super damaged and never trust anybody, or you're going to go in wise, you know, wide eyed and like, okay, I don't care. I'm going to try this regardless. You know what I think? I think that we all are aware of our limitations as far as being honest and being faithful. And, and I think we need to be honest about that in, in our talks when we're with somebody like, you know, how many times have you cheated on somebody in your life or are, you know, is, did you do it at all? Was it a one-time thing? What, what caused it? I think that that's something that needs to be focused on a little bit, like not forever. You need to have a couple of conversations. You mm-hmm. need to know where the other person stands, but ultimately if you don't give people a break and you don't let them, you don't let them work on a relationship with you, you're not going to know if they're going to cheat. You can't, there's no freaking guarantees that somebody's going to love you and do right by you every second of every day, but you should be some looking for somebody that has some integrity and has some, um, you know, that that's not 
act in certain ways. Like I would never go out with somebody who every time he sees a girl, he's talking to me and then no, 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 no. Like he's looking at somebody else. And I know a guy like that. He's hilarious. Like if, if we're talking or we're walking down the street, he's one of my friends and he sees somebody good looking across the street, his voice goes, no, no, no. Like when he's talking, right. I'm like, wait, hello, hold the conversation while you're, you're checking her out. Like, what would you do to her? Just let's go with that. Cause is that what's going on in your head? And he'll tell me, oh, yeah, I had all kinds of things popping in my head that I would do to her. I like him because he's at least honest and upfront about it. I wouldn't date him because he's a horn dog, but he makes for some really good stories. And and I know my limitations with him being a woman, let alone, you know, I would never date somebody like him. But as a friend, he's cool people because he's honest with me and I get. You know, he's not he's not trying to hide his pigism, <laughs> right? For lack of a better word. It's funny because <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about certain things, too. It's like, let's say you meet somebody and you're really into them uh, as a guy. Um, they generally say, look at the first group of friends that they have. And if most of them are single, don't date her. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because most of those single girls are always going to be telling that person oh you can do better blah 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 blah, wow. and they they want you to stay single so you can go party with them okay because they're out and about and they don't want to do it alone and as soon as that friend gets in a relationship she disappears and now the girl who could have been in something good is alone hmm. so it's like these it's a and i i was listening to another pod and basically it, it's quite common right the the girl who has lots of single friends they're generally like hang out with us blah 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 don't worry about that and they they're poisoning the water even though they're may not be doing it purposely or they are doing it purposely but it's going to hinder your relationship so that first group of friends you have to kind of take a look at because if they're not a few couples and a few like you really have to be careful. And I would think the flip side of that is it's not a big deal because dudes who have single friends, they're doing their thing. They don't care. They're like, mm -hmm. all right, you're going to go with your girl. All right. And have fun. And I'm going to go hang out with the other boys. And that's just from my point of view. I could be totally wrong with that, but I can see it. Maybe not in older women. Maybe not. But I could totally see that in the younger generation. Yeah. Where they're like, I am, you know, come out. My, my friends are are split 50 50. I have I have a couple of groups of married friends mm -hmm. and then I have like the ones that I'll go to lunch with are my single friends just because they're single and we could get out of doing things and, and go step away for a little bit. But one of my very best friends is married to another one of my really good friends. And. You know, it's funny because my my friends don't do that to me. My friends are always just bring them, you know, bring them with you. Have, mm -hmm. Let's have fun. Let's go together. Who cares? But we're also over 50. So I think that that changes. I, I could definitely see that of girls in their 20s. Just as like, here's something other something funny that I heard. And it, we may have talked about it on the podcast is that women will say, oh, your hair looks so great short. But 
they encourage that because they're insecure about themselves and they want to ugly up their friends. Yep. And I was like, my friends never did that. I'm like, do you want your hair short or long? Because that's what I'm going to do to you. You know, yep. here's what you need cut because your hair is dead. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't care if you got uh, long hair, short hair, curly hair, straight hair, like that was never a thing for me, but apparently that's a thing too. It's very big actually. And I've heard that on several podcasts because I think that most men desire hair, like long hair. Yeah. Yeah. So of course they're, they're like, well, it's one more girl they can get out of the dating pool. Who I didn't think like that when I was younger. Yeah, I I didn't like the same guys that my friends liked. We went different, different ways in different situations. And that's just the way it was. Here's the funny thing is the um, the one I was listening to, they were the he had a doctor on. And even he said that some of these girls may not be doing it intentionally. It's like a Mm. built in. It's built into all of us. Right. To try to find. Yeah, because we're trying to find the best mate. Mm. <laughs> so where you're they're your friend and like you would jump on a grenade for them but if the right spouse is in the way <laughs> you're going to you're going to make sure that that the girl that you're trying to get your your best bud you're you're gonna down him in front of her like oh this guy's a piece of shit and he you know slept with 20 women you know with us growing up and like you're poisoning the water so she looks at him as uh you know okay i can understand why you don't you know you don't hang out with him all the time or whatever um so there's that but you i heard the long hair thing is very very true yeah and i for me it was like I'm a hairdresser wanting to make people look their best because that's my brand. That's Mm -hmm. my print on life. Right. Mm -hmm. So to me, it was like, yeah, if you want your hair short, let's cut it. But are you sure? Do you want I I had one friend. My friend's got some beautiful red hair and it's super long. And she's like, cut my hair off. I want it short. I want it really short. I want it. I want it um, so short. There was a a workout lady back in the day who had short, short, blonde, bleach blonde hair. Mm -hmm. I remember. And a lot of women went for that. She's like, I want it that short. And I said, you want to look like a dude? And she's like, no, I just want it. I just want it that short. So I said, OK. And I cut it. She's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I asked you three times. Yeah, I'm. this is my job. This isn't my life. This is my job. And if you want that, that's what you're paying for. So I'm going to do it. And 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 we call that her lesbian stage because I she used to dress super cute with the short hair. But I thought she kind of had a Ellen DeGeneres vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I also thought that she looked like a cancer victim because she had gotten so skinny and her hair was gone. And right. So we talk about that as like the wrong stage for her in in, you know, style. But she made it work. She did. She looked adorable. But um. Maybe she was pulling the wrong, you know, she was sending out the wrong messages to people because of that. Well, and again, like trust, trust is a weird thing. Like people, people trust you a lot because you're, you're changing their look. Yeah. When it comes to relationships, the, the trust thing is very hard. Mostly. So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, right. You get into a relationship with somebody and you want to be very open, Right. How far do you go with telling someone about your past? Right. And how far does it how you know what? I I wondered that, too, because. Every relationship that I've had has been completely different than the one before it. So 
if you bring your baggage to it, it's it's kind of not fair because it's a you know, you may cheat on this one person because of of lack of intimacy or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the hell, I don't know, it was Friday, whatever you want to call it. Right. But the next person brings out different things in you and your personality. So you can't really hold them all accountable for everything that they did in their life because it should be different. They should treat you differently depending on the type of person that you are. Correct. You're hoping they cheated because the person wasn't right for them. And, and, and look, the, not that it makes it right. I'm not, I don't want to say like, oh, they cheated so they could get out. Um, just get out. I, I think that, you know, but I think if you're going to come into a new relationship, um, talking about your past is important um, on a lot of different levels because you have to, the trust of telling someone your insecurities or your issues or what's, you know, what are triggers or, you know, whatever it is, there's a trust in that. Where you're like, okay, I'm going to tell you all these deep down secrets about me. Don't use them against me. Mm-hmm. And, and but I that's think basically what happens. It it does a lot. And, and mm-hmm. I think that, that that's where you have to have the secondary communication link. Where, you know, there is something about telling somebody, hey, I'm going to tell you all this shit. Don't hurt me. And if you do, then it's over. And, and, but you have to be very blunt about that part as well. And I think that's what builds trust is look, I want to be with you. I want this to work. I think you're wonderful, whatever that is. But as soon as you hurt me over this, I'm leaving. And -hmm. there's no, oh, I'm going to, I want to work it out. I want to see what happens. You have to be very straightforward in that as well. And I think Mm -hmm. most people don't talk like that anymore. I am. I only cheated once. And when I was caught, because, you know, you do it till you're a fucking idiot and get caught and have to look stupid, or at least I did. The look on his face was so damaging to my heart, to my soul. Like, I really hurt the man Mm -hmm. that it didn't matter what the reasons were. There there was no good reason for somebody having to hurt that somebody that I loved having to hurt that bad, that it truly, I don't want to do that. I don't want to ever have that again. I don't want to ever be in that position to, to do it. I know now what the end result could be and how devastating it is to somebody when, when, now, and it wasn't that I wasn't telling them why I was feeling the way I did. Like I, I'm pretty much a communicator. So if I'm feeling something, I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have listened more and maybe tried to work with me more. And then that wouldn't have been it wouldn't have maybe it wouldn't have happened that way. But you're supposed to be where you are now. So you can't look at what ifs. But the next person that you sh- get with after that. You shouldn't be saying, well, you know, I'll just if I don't like him, I'll cheat again. You should say, wow, I really need to be responsible for my actions. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not ready to be with one person, be with all of them. Like, fuck whoever you want. Do whatever you're going to do. Be single. You don't need to make anybody's, you know, you don't need to commit to anything for anybody. You'll still get laid. People are not stopping that. Mm -hmm. So. But when you're ready to settle down, be a better person or just don't settle down. Right. Get into the relationship because you want it. 
Yeah. Because I think if you get in, if both people are in the relationship for the right reason, the building trust is easy. Yeah. Because you are communicating every day and you're spending quality time with each other. You're giving each other the space that they need, you know, because we all need that. Um, yeah. So it, it, a lot of it comes with that. Building trust should be, you know, Legos. You should be able to put a Lego every day and go, okay, I can see it's going well here. It's going here. And every blue moon, you're going to take a couple Legos back. But if you take mm-hmm. the Legos back, you have to be able to go to the person and go, hey, I was uncomfortable with this and not make it a fist fight. Because mm-hmm. I think now that's another thing. It's like, if you say, hey, uh, you know, I kind of didn't like the way you talk to this girl. And, and everyone gets so defensive. Instead of going, oh, how did I talk to him? Okay. you. I, I'm sorry you didn't like that. I'll do my best not to do that. Mostly if it was something that was just very, because I'm very outgoing. So like, yeah, I'm sure that it could come off flirty, even though it's not. Um, well, and you've had problems even with people not trusting you and I with doing a podcast. And we're not even in the same city. Yeah, doing we're it. so far away. From, yeah, we're very <laughs> we're far like, away. We're from like over other. an hour away. Yeah. And and people could be jealous because we're close and do a podcast every week. Mm-hmm. But I can't even tell you the last time I saw you. It's been a few months, right? A couple yeah, months, yeah. two, we three months. So it's like, why would you be, and we've never even had any communication in a, in, I don't, well, I can't say never. We talk about a lot of shit, but we don't talk intimately about what we would do or be with each other. That's never been the case. And yet even, even in dating, you know, your name comes up the most, like, you know, that guy you do the podcast with, like what's with him. I'm like, get out. That's, that's Rob. Yeah. It's wrong. Well, the, those are the things. That, and, and I hate to say like sisterly love, because I think that that's something that's thrown around, you know, when. Is people, it? Well, I think people throw that around when they're guilty. <laughs> like that girl's like a sister to me or that guy's like a brother to me. But, you know, we've known each other a very, very long time and and really kind of went through so many different things. So, you know, I trust to tell you things that I know won't go past you ever. And they don't. And, and and that's the kind of trust you have to build with the person that you want to be with. It's yeah. you have to be able to go, look, this is her. This is what I did with her. This is my old relationship. I'm 50 something years old. The reason I'm with you is because I want to be with you because of this, 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 yes. this. Um, and but it's hard for people to talk like that. It really is. Mm-hmm. Or or to go because like here's the other thing that that um is a very hard thing to ask. Like if someone goes, so you know, why what is it about me you like? And and look, that you should have answers. There's gotta be something. Absolutely. But sometimes the answer is beats the fuck out of me. I just get a certain way around you. And mm-hmm. there are some people like that. And I've had friends of mine go, no, there's not. It's like, yeah, there is. It, then you're, you've never had that one person that just sparked something. Yeah. And and I don't want to say that sparks are everything because that's way not true. Yeah. But I think a spark is a good start. You have to build upon that kind of thing. And that's trust, you know, building trust is part of each date and each 
phone call and each text and and being able to go, hey, I I don't want to start a fight, but this is what bothered me. Mm-hmm. Because people are afraid to do that because they don't trust their mate to not blow up. And well, and being vulnerable isn't a good feeling either. And I think that people, when they get vulnerable, they get very unsteady mm-hmm. and they're just kind of nuts at that point. I'm like, I, I, <clears throat> I have actually been, it was, this was a couple years back. I was talking to a guy, he hated the idea of doing this podcast because he said that first of all, that, my shit was out for everybody to, mm-hmm. to hear, hear. Mm-hmm. The second thing was you, <clears throat> you do it with a man. You do it with a man that you've known since you were 16 years old. And I said, you, I got to tell you something. He is the last person that you should ever worry about. <laughs> However, if you want to know who Tina is and you want somebody to just give it to you straight, That's the person to talk to because he's been my friend for so long. He could tell you what my good points are. He could tell you what my not so good points are, but he's going to, he'll also be honest because we didn't ever have to go down a road that, that, you know, we're not, we're not exes. We're not, um, we're not, we don't go back to each other because, you know, you're the person in the middle when they're, we're not dating. There's right. none of that. So if you want to know who I am as a person, not as somebody that, that is a date, but as a person, I said, talk to him. Like I'll set yeah. it up. You guys could go and get Chi Chi's pizza together ah. and I'll Chi-Chi. work on Saturday and you guys could do that. And he'll tell you. And he goes, yeah, but he'll just say whatever you tell him to say. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't tell him what to say. <laughs> not only that, like, you know, I mean, you know me. I think that that's, you know, I, I'm a straight shooter and it yeah. gets me in trouble a lot yeah. of the time. I said, I don't tell Rob what to say. He doesn't tell me what to say. We decided a long time ago that we like to laugh at each other when the shit comes out of our mouths. So yeah. we're just waiting for what comes next. Exactly. So ask him. I mean, I, I you get a hold of him on my social media. You can get a hold of him on so many ways. If, if you're that worried about him, do it, but I'm not going to defend my relationship, nor will I ever pick you over him. If you're telling me I can't trust that because trust is where the problem is. It's not with Rob or wanting to be, it, um, you're right. It's with a trust him as issue. A friend. It's it, trust. It's just a trust issue in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it could yes. be anyone. And and I think that's the other thing. It's kind of like, like you said, talking about this podcast, you know, you're right. It's a very, it makes you very vulnerable because we talk mm-hmm. about lots of different things and, um, uh, being in a relationship would, would, or could be difficult on here where, you know, look, if I was with somebody and they said, look, I would prefer you not to talk about our relationship. Um, I would do my bestest to go around certain things yeah. just because I think that that's what builds a healthy relationship. It was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because at, well, and for one, mostly at, at our age, we have so many other relationships that we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> that we can bring up. I mean, it's just an age thing. It's not even like, you know, but it's, it's just a fact that we could bring up as valid points that we wouldn't have to bring out a current relationship yeah. and i wouldn't want to hurt anyone that no. felt like i was using our relationship as a as a a point there 
But um, you want to put your relationship in the best light possible. You want to put your mate in the best light possible. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't go around telling my friends like all the stupid shit or all the dumb things like I keep those private because those are mine with him. But uh, but yeah, you shit. We do have so much to talk about. Like we always. Have. Yeah. Uh, but see, that you, like what you just said is, I think, the perfect example. There's if, if there's something wrong in your relationship, you, it should never leave the four walls. No. You should fix it before it leaves. And, and then if you want to talk about it after, like this is what we went through and this is how we fixed it. Exactly. But that's yeah. a, the most positive way to build trust with yes. anyone. You yes. know, it, it's kind of like um, you should never down your mate in front of everyone. No. You, if you're at a if you're at a gathering, you should never call your mate out for anything. You oh, should no. remember it and maybe take it home and talk about it there. Because that those are the only ways you're going to build trust because pointing fingers in front of all your friends is just going to get the other outside people going, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And you know, you shouldn't be with yeah. him because remember that day he did that. Yeah, and remember exactly. you told me he did that. Mm-hmm. And women don't forget. And mm-hmm. and I, I, I forget a lot of things because I just overlook them. But my friends are like, remember that day? Mm-hmm. They always do that. And I'm like, damn it. You're yeah. right. You know? Well, and, and I think that that's just, Again, poisoning the well. If your friends don't like your yeah. mate, they're going to do their best to make sure everyone knows. Yeah. And this is why you leave things in the house. Because I want to trust my mate to have the faith of coming to me and going, look, things are rocky right now. How do we fix them? And and nobody's, you know, talking to people at work. You know, whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, because it's the only thing that is going to continue to build trust. Because as you can tell, with these statistics, I told you it's both sexes. This isn't one thing or the other. It's it's both. And it's funny because I read a stat somewhere um, like infidelity in the lesbian community is massive. Really? Oh, by a lot. Um, hmm. I mean the gay community in general, but they they said that the um the lesbian community was like really 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 large, and and I guess I mean obviously if if women are starting to cheat more that would not be a shock mm-hmm. that that things are just statistically it's going to happen in any kind of community. It it just goes to show you that look humans in general are looking for stability but when they feel either sexually deprived that's why men cheat or emotionally deprived that's why women cheat they're mm-hmm. going to find something to fill that gap um i've i've even seen articles where they talk to men who've cheated literally just for sex that would tell you i love my wife i love my children my whole life i'm just not getting sex at home so there's a way to fix that. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> there just is like, a way to fix that. It's that easy. It is that easy. I I always say if you if you wear out a man and you let him leave completely empty, his chances of cheating on you are way less than if you're not doing that. Oh, yeah. Like do that. And that's such a big part of 
a relationship for a man. And, and that seems to be what women want to withhold the most mm -hmm. because they, they're like, no, he's not this or he's not that. So that's the first thing. Instead of, I say, withhold food, quit cooking for him. Still fuck him. Do whatever yeah. you got to do. And yeah. maybe he'll get the picture and yeah. he won't be cheating while he's well, doing it. And, and well, the first thing, talk. Yeah. <laughs> Communicate. Yeah. Um, if 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 you're talking to your spouse about sex and it's still not changing, there's a bigger problem. And I've seen there it is. close to my work. I've mm -hmm. seen it talking to someone at my work where it's it's used as a weapon. It's horrible. You you want to yeah, ruin your relationship? You do that use it to as your a weapon. mate. Yeah. Now the flip side of that, emotionally cheating, uh, or emotionally or, or trying to get an emotional fix that probably ends up to a sexual fix anyway. Um, it, men have to communicate, and I know we think that we don't, and and it's okay to be you know an emotional block for your woman you, that to me that's a masculine trait anyway mm -hmm. being there you, you don't have to fix the problem like we've talked a million times there's listening and there's and there's answering you know fixing the problem it's okay to do both but sometimes just listening you, it doesn't have to be for five hours either i think there's something in being able to go to a woman and go hey you know we're gonna go do this tonight how's your day at work you have 10 minutes to tell me all the bullshit that happened because after 10 minutes, we're done. We're, we're having the rest of our night's going to be good. Go. And yeah, let that's her... past bullshit. You got 10 minutes to yeah. work it out. You know why? I love, I because, love that. Because life does go on. And give me the time to say what I need to say. And then I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to have that conversation again. Exactly. And I think that that's because that's how men talk to each other. Mm, give me okay. the fucking cliff note version. Talk to me like a man. <laughs> <laughs> seriously and i and i i just heard this on a podcast the other day and and it and it hit me like really hard you're right just go to your chick and go you have a shitty day tell me like a man would tell me and just fucking hit me with all of it and i go uh-huh uh -huh. oh shit that sucks betty's a fucking bitch yep yeah your boss is a cunt rag <laughs> bitching uh-huh yep fuck him the rest of the night we're gonna have a good night let's go have a drink and a pizza yeah <sighs> everyone got their shit out and now you're completely empty of all this negative shit. So then you can go, hey, let's eat dinner. Have a little wine. Let's make, put a positive in there. Yeah. Put on some music. Make a little yeah. love. Everyone has a good night. So the guy's getting his fix on the sexual front. The woman's getting her emotional front. And then women love sex. Let's not, you know, talk about Obviously, that. Obviously, they're cheating enough. Yeah. But I mean, it starts emotionally. So if you're getting the emotional part. And you're looking for sex and she's now feeling fulfilled on that front. You're going to meld and you're going to be able yeah. to find that happy place where neither of you are going anywhere. You're communicating. You're having a good relationship. <laughs> Things are rolling. And that's what we want. And I think that's mm -hmm. what builds trust. It's being able to communicate the right way to the right partner. Mm -hmm. And it's there. Um, I I've seen. I have friends that have these relationships that make me want to puke. It's so good. And, and someone told me the other day, and I can't use names, but he went, look, I found the female me and she found the male her. And this is why it works. And um, it's my best friend. And we sat down and we, I was talking about 
this girl that I like. And I was like this and this and this. And he goes, look, it's there. Just things haven't fallen into place yet or whatever it is. And I, they have met her during their wedding. And his wife was like, I really liked her. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, me too. But it just goes to show you that if you get people in the right circumstances under the right timing and everything, it's, it's about at least getting there. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you my, it's, it's wild. I'm around them as a couple and sometimes, and look, they fight. I've seen them have some Donnie Brooks, add a little alcohol (laughs) to them. And they've, I mean, I remember one time she went to bed stomping, slamming doors and me and him sat outside by the fire and just talked. So it's not a hundred percent positive or a perfect, but it's, man, it's a very high percentage and it's built on trust. They, they know what they can and can't do and what they should and shouldn't do. Yeah. And, and I think that's the bigger thing. Know what you should and shouldn't do and not be afraid to talk about it. If something's bothering you, like if my girlfriend had uh, some guy that kept, you know, pushing, I would go, look, we, we come, we're, you know, we're coming to the head. Tell him to fuck off. And if he doesn't, I'm going to tell him to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And once I get there, then things are going sideways. And hopefully everyone does their thing. If, if my girlfriend was like, look, I would prefer that this girl from your past that you dated in 2011 <laughs> stop texting you. And I would text her. Look, I can't do this. I'm in a happy relationship. Boom. There's some lines that have to be drawn. And See, and I wouldn't even do that. I'd be like, okay, I just won't text back. I mean, no, people no, I get know. the picture really quick, you know? I, exactly. I, and I don't, but I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with cutting people off that way either. Because some people don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people will continue no matter what you say to them. And you do have to block them and get rid of them. But there, I think there's, is still a level of integrity of going, please end this and make it this way. Because some people need that. And I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with that on either sex. If there's a, a, your girlfriend's like, I don't like you talking to this. Or if you're like, I don't like this fucking guy at work. Make sure that, that everyone's on the up and up. There's nothing wrong with that. You just can't harp on it every single day. Yeah. You say it once and that's building the trust bridge. If either of the people break it, it's on them. Yeah. To me, it's like, I want to be with the person that I want to be with. And I'm not going to worry about and and never have worried about everybody else and what they're doing. I just go and I do my own thing. And and that's that. And that's really enough. Like if you're not if you're doing your thing and you have a fulfilled life and and, you know, you shouldn't be worrying about what people for instance, I was talking to my friend and um, every time the phone rings, like he goes, oh, that's so and so. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, talk to whoever you want. I, I don't care. You've had you've had a past for 100 years, you know, not 100, but whatever. Yes. And as have I, your your business runs through your phone, your personal runs through your phone, your family runs through your same phone. It's all the same. I don't want to take a log of everybody that calls you and then start to pick that apart. If you want to be with somebody else, fuck it, do it. If yeah. I'm not making you, 
I'm not making you stay here. Mm -hmm. But if you want to be with me, like be on your phone, do whatever you got to do. But when you're with me, be with me. Mm -hmm. And if you want to cheat on me, shame on you, because I won't give you two chances. Exactly. You know, I, I've learned that, too. Mm -hmm. you know, you'll get the one chance. And then at that point, that means you don't want to work at making a better life with me. That means you want to be with somebody else. And exactly. that means I don't want to work with you. Yeah, it's a one so, shot. Please know. And, and I told him, I said, but you were trained. Well, those women had you on a on a short one, because every time the phone rings, you have to tell me if you want to tell me. Cool. But I don't need you to tell me. Right. And I don't need the story behind it to know that you're not doing whatever it is mm -hmm. that I'm worried you're doing because I don't worry. Yeah. Look, the trust thing is just there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I give you the benefit of the doubt right away. Yes. Until you fuck it up. Yeah. Even if I know your past. And I'm, it's not shame on you, Rob. It's shame on them if they fuck it up. Right, exactly. Or shame on me if I fuck it up. Yeah, just, you know, I you made me look stupid. When I hear that, I'm on that is stupid right there. Yeah. Nobody made you look stupid for loving somebody you're supposed to love. That's you're supposed correct. to trust. That's not being stupid. That's being a loving, caring, healthy individual. Mm -hmm. What's stupid is the person that's doing the cheating when you got somebody loving, caring, and healthy at home. That's correct. what's stupid. Yeah. And again, if it's not all of those, just get out of it. Yeah. It, you know, I, I'm a true believer in get out of it before the cheating happens. Yeah. Cause then no one gets hurt badly. It's like, look, I, this isn't working. I have to go. But my, my first thing of anything is I trust everyone regardless of their past because everything's a fresh start. If you're coming to me for a relationship, the whole point is, is that you want something different than you've had. Yes. And, and if, Absolutely. and if you're not, you're barking up the wrong tree and, if you know me and you're coming in this relationship, you know that I'm a certain way. So the trust is there. I, I trust you to, to be a, a new person and to try to date me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I'm coming out of whatever shithole I was in and this is mine, but you should trust me that I'm coming to you because I want to be with you. Yes. Yeah. I, I If I pick up the phone and I listen to your day every day, that's pretty much a good sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, okay, I want to put time into this person. I want to talk to this person. I want to, I want to hear from them because that, that's the attention that I need too. Yeah. you know, the, the, the connecting, the, the talking, <laughs> like, you know, from, I feel like, Although the pad, the podcast could hinder us because we do talk about things. I'm like, mm -hmm. if you really want to know who I am, listen to the fucking podcast. Like, yeah, it'll tell exactly. you. Yeah. If you listen to the 130 episodes, you're going to get a very broad range of who we are as people. Mm -hmm. and, and it's pretty. And and the early ones, you know, you held back a little for a lot of different reasons. Obviously, you were going through a divorce. There were some other things. And that's where I was at the time. That's right. just, and, and I think that, I was holding back on everything. I was trying to just keep my life together. But I think that you'll, if you listen to those two, they'll find something going, mm -hmm. hmm, that was different. She didn't, because, because in episode 13, she never said anything, but episode 55, she was a, you know, the, the, the you know, everything fell and the water Am was I rushing. Am I that different? Through. Um, I think on certain things you are. Um, but that's just because, there's a lot of things that go with this podcast. You, you weren't comfortable with doing it in the beginning. You know what I mean? And yeah. like now you just, everything 
ebbs and flows. And I think that's both of us. Um, even though I was I'm not very, trying to hide anything. I have no, I have no accountability for mm-hmm. any, to anybody right now. So yeah. to me, it's like, I'm just going to say what is real. And, and I think that that's the best thing to do in, in a relationship is be real with somebody. Yeah. If, you, if you're real from the beginning and tell people who you are from the very beginning, it, it it's, it's much easier during the dating stage to, you know, either leave or, or go, yeah, you know what, this is, probably what I'm looking for. And, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing. I, I think people are in too big of a rush too. So the trust yeah. thing is, is, you know, trust is a long game mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong with waiting, you know, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, because all that trust, it, it can, it uh, stockpiles. Then mm-hmm. you, you get to the point where, you know, like that's the right guy for me. And he treats me well, he does this. We, giggle, you know, whatever it is to me, those are the, the small things that, that make the trusting easier. I want somebody mm-hmm. who can say the F word and can, can, uh, giggle with me and make jokes and people watch and like things like that to where, cause I'm an odd cat, but I'm very <laughs> simple. So those are the things that I think you have to talk to the person that you are with. Then trust becomes very easy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I hope someone got something out of this that, that trust is easy um, when you communicate. That's my, my word for the day is that. And I really do think that you, you cannot hold people accountable to their past, nor can you be a fool in thinking that their past doesn't make them who they are. You have to, you know, everybody's got a past. Everybody's done wrong. Everybody's made mistakes. You want to find somebody that truly is trying to learn from them. Not perfect, just trying to learn. And if you do that and they're willing to work with you and, and they're, they're really giving it, they're all stick with that, figure it out. You know, it doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing because life isn't all or nothing. But I got to tell you that, that I'm, I'm watching people just destroy other people and that's not the way to be ever at anything. Like if you ever love somebody, try to leave them in the best. If you have to leave, try to leave them with knowing that, that it's going to be okay. And that, that they were good and that, you know, try to find the positive because we're, we're really wrecking people. Mm -hmm. We're fucking up their hearts. We're, we're totally, leaving them devastated and you know you that that was somebody you once loved and mm-hmm. if you truly do love somebody don't you want the best for them exactly don't burn the house down on the way out no you don't need to i always hear and have said hurt people hurt people you know you i i've been a hurt person but i'm not trying to hurt anybody i'm just trying to work through it the best way that I can. And, mm-hmm. and that's what everybody needs to do. Cause if we're not accountable, then nobody's going to get fixed and everybody's going to be alone and lonely. And that's a, that's a sad world to live in. Agreed. Agreed. I want to yeah. give you a quote for the day. Uh, the stress of being perfect is killing you more than your imperfections. Mm. So don't let your imperfections kill you. I'm, don't let your don't, don't let your don't perfections let being, yeah don't let perfect. trying to be perfect because nothing's perfect so yeah you know and that's so boring i tell everybody you know how i learned my lessons i fuck it all up like yeah. it's a big shit show yeah. 
And, and that's how I learned. So if you need to have a shit show, go ahead and do what you need to do and learn something and then make Put, different mistakes and push forward. Yeah. Pushing forward yeah. is the biggest thing. The, the shitty thing you're in now can push you to the better thing later. Absolutely. All righty. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Make sure to check out our social medias on the Facebook, Instagram, X and all that fun stuff. You can hear us on YouTube music. You can watch us on YouTube or listen to us on there. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that fun stuff. Or no, no, got Google, no, no more Google. Amazon. No more Google. Yeah. Google is now YouTube music. So. Okay. Um, but yeah. And this opinion show. So don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday to listen to us. Uh, until next week. I'm Rob. That's Tina. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See ya. 